Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to a new season of Cozy Womb Podcast. This is season five of Cozy Womb. My name is Shan, mom of the girls. This is a podcast where we talk about surviving parenting, uh, the realness about preggo-ness, and giving really good tips on being our best parent and evolving every day. So if that's what you're looking for, you're at the right place. Welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast. My name is Shan. And uh, today's topic will include another parent, Kamiko, family, um, discussing what it is like to raise a son. But on top of raising a son, raising them in a sexualized society on the reference of why is it that sex and sexual things are pushed more on our boys, on our sons, on our brothers, on our cousins, on our um, fathers. You know, I know a few fathers where sex was introduced to them uh, in grade school. Not in school, but grade school age. And it's unfortunate, but, you know, if patterns are not corrected, patterns are repeated. So we're just, you know, discussing what it's like to raise a son in 2020 to combat all of that. Thank you for checking out Cozy One Podcast. Hey, hey, it's Anya Dula, and I am the host of Intercultured with Anya Dula. Intercultured with Anya Dula is a podcast that focuses on motherhood, culture, birth work, and travel. And it's just a place for women to come together to discuss 
our philosophies on motherhood, to discuss our work and birth work, if that's what we do, but mainly to bring women of all different cultures together so that we can talk about how we mother, how we hashtag do motherhood so that we can learn from one another and learn to love each other. That's really what it's all about. I hope you'll join us. Intercultured with Anya Dula podcast is available on all the major podcast stations. I hope you'll join us. Can't wait to connect. Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. Hey guys, it's Shan. Welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast. I have a special guest here, a little family familia. We have Kamiko, and we're discussing the uh, sexualizing of boys um, in America, but in the world, period, and how um, we as a society need to stop forcing sex on our boys because. Um, of many reasons and we'll elaborate I just think if we allow boys to have the space to be within their childhood and be within their Mm -hmm. teens then when it's time for them to be men they don't feel like they missed out Um, we won't have a lot of men who are struggling with boy-like things in their men age and uh, I just wanted to dissect it and discuss it. And welcome, Gamiko. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank but, you very much. But of course. So um, she was blessed with a boy. I wasn't. So that's yes, why I wanted to speak one. with her. Um, what's your son's name and how old is he? My son, is na- his name is AJ and he's 10 years old. How's that? Going on to me. <laughs> going on 20 going on 20 he's a lot but I, I'm honestly I'm happy I had a boy though it's different but I'm glad I had a boy mm-hmm. um what would you describe his personality um very inquisitive outspoken uh very outspoken good with sarcasm good with jokes um but very worldly he understands a lot of the things that are going on in the world and he's not afraid to ask questions when he doesn't know or understand something be it a a child's topic an adult's topic whatever arena it is he asks detailed questions that's good and i feel sorry Mm -hmm. for you (laughs) yeah it's it's, it's getting there puberty is right here right right at that corner using deodorant now so listen um let's see like um growing up did you always see yourself becoming a mother or is that something you thought that would be a you know maybe maybe? never never wanted to have kids never ever ever (laughs) never i was i'm gonna be the auntie forever i'm gonna take kids get them the candy and i'm glad i did i chose different though this is probably the best job i've ever had though that's good so, um, what, why, why do you think society today forces boys, um, you know, to dance or act sexually um, instead of, you know, leaving them alone to figure out, like, what is, like, the way they want to go? 
Um, I think there's a lot of reasons that um that happens. Uh, one thing, colonialism. I'm sorry to throw that in there. That whole male and female dialogue. That whole male versus female thing we were taught that that's what men are supposed to do it's okay for men to behave a certain way as opposed to women so that behavior is actually encouraged in society whether it's in black homes or white homes it's promoted that boys will be boys and they're allowed to pursue and start having sexual behaviors or desires at an early age where it's suppressed in women Mm. so that separation between men and women are set very very early with um with children yes I hate it. Um, how do you like? How, how do you be? You stand in between society and your son on like um, when you see certain shows going left with it. When you hear um, other kids being quote unquote too grown for their age, like how do you uh, shield that? I guess. Um, I do shield a lot of what he takes in as far as from the internet, as far as from TV, as far as his social groups, but he does ask questions and sometimes he does hear things and he'll bring it back because I can't control the environment where he goes out into the world into certain arenas like school. So when he hears things, he brings things back for clarification and we discuss it in its entirety. Um, where babies come from is a conversation that we are still emerging on the specific details <laughs> of, but he understands it what's required. For the most part and he understands that you know we don't give baby names to your parts your parts have the names it's not a it's not your pp it's your penis it's yeah not a, you know your you know girls prior parts she he knows a woman has a vagina so those things are clear that we have different parts for different things and they're mm-hmm. used to procreate we just haven't discussed proper mechanisms but when he goes out to the world and he does experience things that are different he knows that there's a moral standard that we expect from him what goes on outside of your home or what other people teach their children and what we teach him is something totally different so when those two things differ bring it back to us we can discuss it and we can reinforce why that's not okay yeah like there's no there's no secrets with him i don't lie to him and i try to make things as transparent as possible and explain it to him the best i can mm-hmm. and if i can't do it we'll come back to it another time but i never tell him no and i never not entertain his questions and his dad does the same thing his dad does the same thing because we're afraid of google because whatever you don't Ooh. tell them you can't just google search it he will go right in that Google search. Nope, that's a oh, conversation yeah. starter. Yeah, so yeah. Google and YouTube. Jesus. What? Parent, parental controls. I never thought they needed them but until I became a parent. And sometimes people sneak things past the parental control. Like, I hate the videos where it's grown adults talking over cartoons. And I'm just like, this is not Yeah that part and he'll be like no 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 I'm, I'm I'm I can I can take it it's okay it's okay no it's not for you this person and he's like but I can I right. can take the person no I you can't can be like but they're beeping it I said but you're you're gonna figure out what they're trying to say no mm-hmm. um, I tried to explain that to him too like what you hear you absorb just because you're not saying it you're right. still absorbing it so um why is quote unquote that's gay a measure of how boyish you are like, what are your thoughts on that? When you oh hear boys be like, that's gay. Like, um, when we were growing up, yeah, they can't, this is a whole different era we're growing up in, so that will never be said at school. But yeah. I remember boys were not allowed to cry. My son cries. His dad cries. Like, crying is not a female or male thing. If you feel yeah. something, that's the one thing that he knows, no matter what you're feeling, it is okay. It's how you display your feelings. Yeah, that's, that's my only issue. Yeah. 
um, I wish more parents would do that. You know, like I can understand crying for everything versus this is sad. I'm emotional. I'm at home. I can cry. It's like mm-hmm. they make your crying feel like a punishment. Uh, we cried together this morning, the three of us. So it was like really interesting because everything that was going on in the news mm-hmm. and things like that. And his dad was crying. He's like, you know, what's going on, dad? I don't want you to feel this way. Are you afraid for me? Are you afraid yeah. for me to go outside? Like, are you afraid someone's going to hurt me because I'm black? He's like, I'll be okay. I'll do what you say. I'm going to do what you say to keep myself safe. It's going to be okay. Like rubbing his dad's yeah. back. And we just, you know, we had our moment. So crying is okay. Mm-hmm. Crying is okay in my house. What's not okay is yelling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Temper, temper tantrums. That's not okay. We communicate clearly. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Um... Why is it okay for boys to have sex at a young age versus girls today? It is not okay for little boys to have sex. Oh my God, I don't know where they got this misconception from that it's not the same for the other. Because that ruins lives too. Young parents, not ready for sex, not mature enough for sex, not knowing what it means in the first place. It's just too many things are going on that children should be having sex, period. When you're in high school, you should be having sex. If I would have known, I would have told a whole lot of people too, but mm mm-mm. But they don't have those conversations, so they hand out condoms. Like, that's not the cure-all. That's my thing. Is like, if you're not going to talk about it, why are you giving me something for it? It doesn't make any sense. Um, Arya's dad, when he was nine, that's when he first had sex. That was another conversation. Like, listen, and you know what? There's a lot of prejudice for little boys that we are not thinking of. The babysitters, the teachers, yes. the family, friends. Like... No one, um, I had someone had a conversation with me the first time about appropriate touch. I was eight years old. I've been having this conversation with my son since we were naming body parts. Like nobody touches this. Like mm-hmm. you have to have those conversations and they're not having little boys. They're prioritized for little girls because you can right. teach girls how to be safe. But how do you teach boys to be safe? You don't never have a sex conversation with them until you're handing out condoms. That's that double standard bias that I've always hated where girls are always told you don't sit on someone's lap. But a boy shouldn't feel comfortable sitting on a stranger's lap. Um, Either. It's like you're opening up a window for that to be like go to. Um, mm-hmm. When it came to, oh, you need to close your legs when you're wearing a dress. Okay, cool. But what cool. does a boy need to do? Sit up you know? properly. It's just Same thing like, little girl needs to do. It's just, yeah. You can't wear this. Oh, what about, there was one thing that I saw. Oh, if your if your child, your daughter can't wear shorts around your men, there's a problem with you. I've seen girls growing up where they couldn't wear certain things in their house because their mother's, you know, boyfriend or their stepfather would find them attractive. If you're with mm-hmm. them, like, it's a double standard. It's a double standard. It happens. Yeah. Why? Why is it not looked at like there has to be something wrong with the adult looking at a child in a sexual sense versus a child? wearing certain things to prevent them thinking that but what about but that's when I'm, i want to lead into that that women do that too like someone told me oh when your son grows up no when my son grows up nothing you will still be an older woman you need to stay away from my child don't tell yeah. me like they say inappropriate comments and it's not cute it's not funny like yeah. women hit on young men and they think it's okay and it's cute if a man did it he'd be a pedophile you're a pedophile to a man <laughs> you yeah. are not attracted to my baby <laughs> you are not attracted to my baby yeah They'll they'll do that, especially if it's like a father son photo. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, wait till he turns such and such. It's just like, 
You wouldn't want no man saying that about your daughter. Exactly. If it's not okay for that, don't do it to my baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's People gross. are just weird. And um, I think it's also a double standard when you send your sons to school and the women teachers pry on your sons and they end up pregnant and they get like probation or they oh, get a year. And I'm just like, what? They never, they ne- but the men, they throw, they throw away the key. They throw away the key. They'll, the men be in jail for years. Women get probation, go back to their family. They're not prosecuted as hard. And it happens more often with the female teachers and then with the male teachers than you believe. Yeah. And from very young, from very, very young. Like you see most of the high school students with the male teachers, but when it comes mm-hmm. to like the boys, the boys are preyed upon in an elementary and middle school. Like that yeah. little. I can't even remember, but there was a coach somewhere that um, got caught online soliciting girls, teenage girls, and he Mm -hmm. was a coach at a high school. And they, the school found out and they let him still coach for a while before he did something else. And I'm just like, why would you even keep somebody around like that? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But it's overlooked when it's it's overlooked when it's women. When it's women and young boys, it is overlooked, and I don't understand what that's about. Society, though, yeah. Um, that's unfortunate. Um, how many girls do you have? Is a question that boys get. Um, how many numbers do you got? Uh. Yeah. Why are, you know, why are the boy versus girl standards different? Like, when your daughter comes in as a father, are you asking her those questions? No. Mm, nope. Um, especially with that whole boosy issue. You would never... Oh, that listen! The, first of all, the nerve of you to feel comfortable to speak that to the public. Like, yeah, that's something... Camera. I'm sorry. That's something maybe you want to say. You want to say when your son is like in his late twenties, later on. But you're saying that as your child is still a child, that you went ahead and you paid a woman to give your son oral that you already had sex with, and I'm just like, that's disgusting. You could have kept that to yourself because if it was your daughter, you wouldn't pay a man. It's a double standard. It's okay. It's okay for kids to lose their virginities at 12 years old. That's okay. Cameron paid a woman to give his infant head. So, like, this is where we're at in society. He, in an interview, he said it. He said it straight up. Like, why is that cool? Why is losing your virginity as a man as young as possible a pinnacle of your masculinity? It makes no sense. And it leaves the kid confused. Like, there's feelings like there's so much stuff that you learn as you get older when it comes to sex like no your body is too precious for that disgusting and then he wants to chime in i'm sorry about this whole Dwayne Wade thing like whatever people's beliefs are that man is the father at least he's there i'm sorry he's there yeah at least it's something that can be discussed and my thing is like i'm not really big on telling other people how they should parent no, but but what I won't, what I will speak up about is a blatant wrong, and mm-hmm. some some wrongs 
are blatant versus um, religious, political, or um, sexual um, orientation I feel like I identify with. That's a completely different from I think I believe that my daughter is ready for sex. I believe that my son is ready for sex. No. Yeah, that's abuse. I'm sorry. There's no way around it. With Boosie, there was abuse. I'm sorry. That's abuse. Because the child can't make a decision to have sex. I'm sorry. Children shouldn't be having sex. And a grown woman shouldn't be putting their mouth on a child. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. Which brings, which brings me to my issue as to why it's legal for videos to be on websites of people looking like children. And I swear some of them have to be children in other countries doing mm-hmm. sex acts and it's free to the public. And it's not oh, being no. shut down. That's crazy. No. It, and, and and how they I don't know what laws allow them to do it, but how they um cover it up is they label it a section on porn sites called Lolly. But what it is 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 kid like Kid, kid looking people that have sex with grown people they'll find a way my thing is the more they keep that on there the more hits they see that it is getting the more they're going to try to keep producing normalize oh this is a sexual preference because we have well remember that time they were pushing the agenda where pedophilia was going to be part of that lgtb and that's where i drew the line like that's a line i have to cross oh yeah they're still they're still trying like um i think it was washington state where um the board of education or some group was going over parents heads and they were trying to teach kindergartners about um, same-sex preference, regardless of the parents being against it. And my thing is like, why do you need to have a discussion with kindergartners about sex in that Mm -hmm. way already when we're still struggling with schools that still won't accept sex ed for sixth graders? Thank you. Because you know why? There's an agenda and there's a money involved. There's a lot involved with that. And my child's sexuality is not a political pawn. You can't, that's not, doesn't belong in the classroom. Sex does not belong in the classroom, period. That's something that you learn at home before you learn it anywhere else. And that's orientation. That's the birds and the bees. That's everything. I don't think that belongs in the classroom. I'm sorry. The only thing sexual that belongs in the classroom to me would be biology. This is how your body works. These are the gametes. These are your ovaries. Yes, that's it. You know, that's it. That's it. And we're we're done today. Recess is at 1230. Like, good day. But, um, yeah, they are going overboard with it. And uh, I just, I'm just like, the more these people keep going in on things in school makes me be more like, okay, I need a homeschool. A homeschool is looking like a thing. Because it's, it's a wave. <laughs> you, it's one thing to be able to have the conversation with your child, and it's another thing mm-hmm. for someone to throw information and not be able to explain it in depth for your child to understand. Because they're not going to be able to, to break do a breakdown of what a child is seeing for the first time in detail mm-hmm. for thirty kids in the classroom every other hour. They're not going to be able to do it. Um, 
yeah I'm not with that um but well, even more so they're, not gonna, they're gonna teach you what to think about it not how to think about it and that's my issue if it was a situation where I could trust the education system to give an objective viewpoint on the situation that'd be one mm-hmm. thing but I'd have to reteach my kid as soon as they came home mm-hmm. which is what I do now with, with what he learns now that's just another thing that I, he's gonna have to relearn yeah what I wouldn't be opposed to is women teachers taking the girls that are like hmm if if they could do like a breakdown of second graders third graders fourth graders sixth graders and take a whole class of girls and Mm -hmm. have a woman teacher teach them how to be aware of situations Mm -hmm. um, how to uh, get out of sexual advances by adults or other children and teach them on that that's fine and then and then a male teacher teach the boys what are sexual advances what are um you know touches that are not appropriate in another room that's fine but I don't feel like going in detail as to what sex is to a kindergarten is 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 going to do anything no, if anything, it should be t- learning about yourself because when you go to kindergarten, you're first using the bathroom for the pretty much by yourself. That, right. That's the only thing that I would want to enforce. Learning how to wipe your butt properly. Yeah. Learning how to, you know, sign smells. Because kids, like kids in AJ's class, oh my God, these boys are hitting puberty and they're not noticing about certain regular bodily functions. And my son is the only one like, boo, bro, you're sweating. You kind of smell a little rank. Like, what you going to do right. about that? Like, self-awareness, that type of stuff about your body, they should be learning early on. Yeah, when I go pick up Anya from camp, when I say that room was like, just meet me outside, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready, I'm outside. <laughs> yep, come outside. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, y'all know y'all smell y'all kids. Mm-hmm. Rank, yep. Oh my gosh. Um, what do you do to teach your son about sexual advances or what sexual advances are? Is the one that's saying um, to you? what do you do um well number one he knows that no one is supposed to touch touch him in certain places and he's not allowed to kiss anybody on the mouth near the mouth around the mouth anybody who's trying to kiss or touch you in his places you need to scream or come find me your dad he knows my phone number he knows my full name it's not mommy daddy you know he knows my full government and the date of birth like everything so he knows what to do when it when it comes to a situation like that he knows if someone's touching him somebody tries to grab him stranger danger the whole nine and just because someone's family doesn't mean it's okay for them to touch you mm-hmm. like that's like that's something that kids aren't aware of either I've, a lot of my male friends have told me they've been um touched or molested or had sexual encounters with someone yeah. who's like an auntie or a family friend and that's how they had their first sexual experience so nah we don't do those so it doesn't matter who it is um does he know about like certain things when they're text? or abbreviated um certain words that are used um does he know how to steer clear of that or is he aware of that or yeah um as of yet not yet because he does play online um gaming um Mm -hmm. we go through his comments and his chats and approve friends and things of that so most of the friends that he plays with online are the same age as him um, he does, I've seen him curse, <laughs> use an inappropriate language because the children use an inappropriate language and we've had to yeah. take it away and discipline for that reason. Like, just because somebody else's kid is unruly doesn't mean you can be unruly too. Yeah. So, that's for the most part. 
That's good. Um, do you and his dad share the same structure method? Yes. I think we have like one of the best co-parenting um, situations I've seen, at least in my family. Like when it comes to him, we are on the same page. Discipline, homework, you know, whatever, um, reward system. And even mm -hmm. um, definitely our discipline style because we kind of listen to him a lot when it comes to discipline. We prefer not to spank. Mm -hmm. We're not opposed, but communication is really key with us. We ask him, how does he learn better? And punishment mm -hmm. is more too painful for him. So he would rather be told, what not to do or what to Listen. do. Listen. Yeah. I will talk. See, I'm, 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 I'm half and half. I will talk, but I'm only going to talk two times. And then mm -hmm. I'm pro leathers, honey. I am pro mm -hmm. leathers. Um, I have one child that knows what she's doing that she shouldn't mm -hmm. do. And I have another child that thinks she's elite and she shouldn't be talked to. Oh, okay, you got one of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, top she, tier. Top she, tier. She's a struggle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't hit me because I'm cute. I'm just like, girl, let cute me wear tell off. you. Okay, cute wear off quick. He's a nut. Um, so, yeah, you definitely do real names for body parts, so we don't have to go for that. Um, mm -hmm. What are some um, of your early granny prevention things that you do? Um, honestly, we've had that talk about, you know, relationships and things with him. My son has a plan for his life. He honestly wants to be married. Yeah. He wants, he's like, you know, a girlfriend would be nice. Right now I'm in school. You know, my ideal thing is he wants to be a millionaire. Cool. Mm -hmm. But he wants to be married. He wants to have a big family. So, um, family is important to him. So I don't, I really don't see him as good when he grows up that he's going to be one of those guys that bounces from girl to girl. I know it's early. He's only 10. But mm -hmm. because of what he's seen growing up, he sees his grandparents together. He sees both sets of his grandparents together. But more often than not, he's seen me and his father work together. So I see that because of what we put in front of him, he already has the model and he's figured out how he wants it for himself. And he knows what he needs to get it in theory. And that's but good. We, and I, I like the fact that you and his dad co-parent well, because I think we went a whole generation growing up where that wasn't the case. You either was with the father or the mother. And then if you weren't, it was like, I hate that person, so you gotta hate him too. We not together, so you not talking to them no more. You just gonna have to learn how to grow up without them and then figure it out later. And I think that is because our grandparents mm -hmm. lived on like this, oh, you need to stay in a child's place, don't question me, um, mm -hmm. don't talk back, that's rude. So then you have your parents that grow up and they don't want, they they never were um, able to discuss or communicate, so then they don't communicate. They learned. <laughs> they don't communicate with who they have children with. And so they don't communicate with the kids and they think that's an okay thing to do. So my generation, our generation, we flipping the script. We communicate like a mug, yo. Yes. <laughs> and, and we're looking at it like, okay, we're not together. We're not getting together. We're better separately, but we still can raise a decent human being. Let's just mm -hmm. focus on that. And that's what I like. Not everybody yeah. can do this, but mm -hmm. people who individually have worked out their own kinks on, you know, how they can be better parents. Do yeah. well. So that is um, 
really commendable. So I think because we both came up from the same background, both were raised by stepfathers, and we mm-hmm. ha- and we were the lucky ones who had good stepfathers. So we had some type of you know replacement, not so, so much replacement. We, we saw what a good father looked like, what a good you know when they when they can work together, and we right. took that into our relationship as well. Like you know what things don't always work out, but we can still make it work. That's good. I like that. Um, are you up to date with lingo? Or sex with the kids today. Um, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. She says I'm gonna be no. Real with you. No, because he okay. doesn't have a cell phone anymore. Okay, and so he had one and, pretty- and he took it. Yeah, what happened? No, it broke, and I haven't replaced it. I'm gonna be honest with you. It broke like okay. two years ago, and mm-hmm. I haven't replaced it. But when I do get him a cell phone, because he has been asking for an Android or an iPhone. As mm-hmm. soon as possible, so I'm thinking Christmas. We are going to have to go across that threshold. Like we are those parents when we buy a video game, we look at the reviews. So yeah. we know getting a cell phone is opening up another door. And because of everything going on in the world, and he takes the bus home from school back and forth, yeah. every other kid has a cell phone. And God forbid, like I've called the bus driver and not gotten her before. So it's oh, for wow. a safety reason. <laughs> yeah, she was like, "Oh, I was busy." I'm the bus matron, not the driver, but you were busy. I mean, you're just watching kids on a bus. Like, I called you because I was like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs to have a cell phone. So we're going to have to look into parental controls when it comes to that, definitely. Okay, when I when I switch back to iPhone, because I had an iPhone before, but then somebody mugged me and took it. So, what? yeah, that was a while ago. Um, a whole trauma thing. Um oh. Like, I couldn't be around black men and anyone in hoodies for at least eight months. Was that there or up here? It was in Atlanta. It was um, before I got my car and I was waiting at a bus stop in broad daylight. Oh, my God. But um, when I switched from my Android after my phone was stolen and I went back to iPhone, I gave Anya my Android just to play games on and go on the internet. So she cracked it, and then I just threw it away because the screen was cracked. I wasn't paying for that. And so now she keeps begging me for a cell phone. I'm just like, girl, you are not getting a cell phone until probably like 12, 13. That's a good age. Because it's just like, I don't feel like you're informed enough, and you're too gullible, and you're too sensitive mm-hmm. to have a cell phone through you figuring out who you are in elementary school into middle school. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to lingo text, I'm going to go over some and I'm going to see if you can figure it out. Cool. So we have um, the letter C-U-4-6. What do you think that is? Oh, that's not for anything good. That's see you for sex, probably. Yes, girl. I'm just like, what okay. is this? Listen. Um, <laughs> we okay. You know this one, smash. Yeah, I know what that means. Okay. Yeah, you gonna get busy? Um, no thanks. Do you know what dexing is? D e x i n g. No. That means cough syrup. So they take. Oh. They text that when they don't want parents to figure out what they're talking about. Oh, so um, the texting, texting. I would have thought that had something to do with dick. I'm sorry. Listen, I'd have been like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, My uh, got all different in trouble for the wrong reason. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, they have 53X, and that's supposed to mean sex. 
No. Oh, because it looks like, yeah, okay. Then they have WTTP. Guess what that is? What time? What? What that? What that? What? I don't know. What is that? WTTP? WTTP um, trade photos. And these trade photos? Want to oh, want to trade photos. photos. Gotcha. WTTP. Um, the other one is GNOC. See if you can guess that one. G N O C got. I don't know what is that. These kids getting too creative. Um, get naked on cam. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, P O S is parents over shoulder. Mm. Um, C D nine, code nine parent. Uh. Um, and ship is just short for relationship. And then you have um, L-M-I-R-L. Which I would have took like, okay, this must be like a goodbye or some shit. But Mm -hmm. it says, let's meet up in real life. Oh, okay. These people is really pushing it. But for me, because I have older nephews that can, you know, Mm -hmm. roam about and they drive now Mm -hmm. and that's bugging Mm -hmm. me out still. And then I have nephews that still have to be picked up. And then I have mm-hmm. nieces that are around the girl's age. It's kind of like, I feel like it's my duty. To stay you have up to know. To stay up on this because I don't want to catch them slipping. I don't want to be caught slipping and be like, oh, such and such just text you. And see yes. something like this and I don't understand. So I always check um, online. Now I'm on point. Now I'm on point. Thank you for the update. <laughs> Listen Shoot. to see what the thing is. Because I don't know, these kids think um, we too old, but I think this generation that we are in, we have we gonna bridge that gap. Mm-mm. We have a little bit of our parents, and we have the new stuff too. So mm-hmm. um, we're not stagnant on learning new things, so that's a good thing. So they won't be able to get too much past us. So yeah, I try to stay up on that. Um, do you know any parents of your your son's friends? Um, no, none of them at school. His school friends, none, none of them. Do you think? That's um, a, do you think that's something that you'll try to um, know or get to know over time? Um, with this particular school and the class that he's in, we are actually the only parents that are actually involved in the classroom. What? Like when it comes, yeah, this is yeah, and this is actually a better neighborhood and better school because he's actually bust out of district um so yeah we're the only parents that are actually involved we're the only ones that show up to plays and even now since covid we're the only ones completing homework assignments and making sh- yeah it's it's yeah things are really yeah. you know what I, i'm not gonna lie you know anya's you know she did all her work and stuff even though my printer didn't have any ink i wrote out all her worksheets and i gave her work to do um I think some parents took advantage of the last three months of the school not knowing if their child had a laptop, if they had Wi-Fi access, if they could complete Mm -hmm. the work. And then I think some parents just took it as, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm curious Mm -hmm. to see how they're going to 
do school next year and catch everybody up and still keep students on path? Like See, to me, is that's going to be a struggle? It's going to be a struggle where, like, for okay, so New York City, they haven't figured it out. Long Island schools, they're going to do a hybrid program. Let's say there's 30 students in the classroom, 15 mm-hmm. will work remotely, and the other 15 will be in class, and they're going to rotate. So virtual in class, reduce the amount of kids in traffic. They haven't figured anything out for the city though. Wow. Different tax bracket, money comes from a totally different place. So yeah. Wow. They didn't have money for textbooks, but they figured out how to send laptops. Not laptops, they figured out how to send tablets to the schools. So I just find that very interesting that you know, tablets cost less than books. What? Yes. They don't you know they don't give textbooks out in schools in New York, right? Mm-mm. At least not in elementary school. There's no textbooks. There's worksheets and stuff like that. There are no textbooks. These kids don't have textbooks. But in light of COVID, they were able to send tablets home to schools in need, to kids in need who didn't have access. So I wonder where is that money going? Well, you know what? Because I don't know. Maybe I might be pro that because I feel like the information in textbooks once it's given to students, is already old mm-hmm. information. So at yeah. least if it's on a tablet, they could get the most updated information on the subject that they need. So maybe that is good, but at the same sense, you're not you're not giving children the experience of looking into a book and finding an answer mm-hmm. with effort mm-hmm. and, and, and mindset you're making them be lazy learners. So like, I, the only I thing say, I can like, say is they're starting to do something different now where it's making parents more accountable because mm-hmm. they'll tell us, like for this for this week, they'll tell us what they want to research. So social studies this week was um, national parks. And it kind of reminded me of being back in elementary school in the 90s where you have to do the research yourself. But if you're giving us the topics to discuss for the classes, and let's say the topic for this week is uh, national parks, I can teach my child about national parks at home. What are you grading him on? And the stuff that I taught him by myself that he submitted to you? Yeah. I don't understand. I, I, that's what they've been doing, though. It'll be math worksheets. It'll be different topics in each subject, like biology, you know, science or social studies. But it'll all be stuff that I can teach him at home, that I already do teach him at home. Let me tell you about the scam that is parenthood. <laughs> let me tell you about let me tell you that I'm making it past fifth grade and I thought I was gonna die with those those math five minute tests that she wanted me yes. to do hundred problems. Let me tell you about the struggle that is middle school. For what? Let me tell you about PE first period. Um thinking I I was gonna die if I didn't get to my locker in class on time in high school. For sham. Then, and it's then sham. my you know, my smart soul thought, you know what, Chantal? Chantal we're gonna go to college because that's gonna make my mom happy and I'm gonna find something I want to do I got in college two years of it I love and two years I hate it I don't know which one is what but I finished (laughs) it okay that's done so now these these loans are rolling in loan shouted where am I getting this money from and who's paying me and then you turn around years later and you have children And not Mm -hmm. only do you have to go back to school as a parent, you got to learn the new stuff, the new way to get the same answer. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm out with it. It's all scam. 
That's why I dropped out of college. Um, so yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No goodness. student loans for me. No student loans for me. No, I think school is a sham. I was one of those kids who coasted um, throughout school. I never needed to study. I realized mm-hmm. it was a sham. I realized what you were testing me on. And I, I showed up as much as I, I had to. Straight A student, but st- showed up as much as I had to. College, you you caught on to the jug. I was like, oh, you just want the right answer. You want me to give you the answer that you want. Okay, I will do what you say. Listen, I swear to you. I told Anya, Anya already asked me. She was like, Mom, do I have to go to college? I said, no. Mm-hmm. I said, but if you do want to go to college, mm-hmm. you're going to make sure you do great in school and you do um, have great grades so someone will pay your whole way through college. But hopefully by the time you think you want to go to college, it actually means something. Because today I don't feel like you going to college means anything. It holds no weight. Mm-mm. I told AJ he doesn't have to go to school, but there's stipulations by other people in the family. Yeah, they want him to go to college. I never went to college. I kind of don't think it's necessary to make good money. I mean, I'm the only person. I'm the only person in my company who's not degreed, and for a lot of us, we make around the same amount of money, and it's nothing to sneeze at. Like, yeah. it's okay. College is not necessary. It's honestly a trade. It's what your passion is. It's what you're willing mm-hmm. to do and what you're willing to work for. And, and honestly, he doesn't want to work for anybody. And you don't need to go to college to be an entrepreneur. To own workers, your own business. Workers not go, need to go to college. college. Workers go to college. Creators and owners, they they have life experiences and they catch on, develop, and they... And they hire college graduates. Listen! <laughs> <laughs> And then they hire college grads. You know, because I feel like I feel like there are me and my um me and one of my friends were discussing this this morning. Um we ordered some um herbs from a doctor in New York that's, you know, helping people with this COVID stuff going on, depending on what your needs is. And mm-hmm. she she ordered some herbs from him. I ordered some herbs from him for my mom because she has like a thousand things going on. And the herbs are really good, but as far as like his customer service, it's sucky. And sometimes you can have a business, you can be passionate about the product, but when it comes to having that customer service, great um, connection, you don't have it. And sometimes that's what fails for you business-wise and having a longevity client versus just having a one a one-time buy so we were talking about that so sometimes you could be a creator and you mm-hmm. hire college graduates that can do the customer service can do the HR it's not for you yeah yeah, yeah so I understand it but mm-hmm. I don't feel like college is needed I tell my kids they don't have to go but uh yeah that's a whole nother thing yeah so um, uh, it's, mm, it's an institution you know how I feel about institutions anything that is supposed to reform you is not for me that's school prisons college you name yeah. it I don't like institutions yeah um do you talk to your son about girls only as of recently and I have recently been told that that's not a comfortable conversation for him to have with me he would prefer to talk to his dad so I am officially he told you that or his dad told you that his dad warned me about it and my son is very very polite he um he honestly really cares about my feelings and he would just prefer not to speak to me about it (laughs) things have changed I I've lost my spot I'm no longer the go-to person to talk to 
So yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm in my feelings. It's actually just happened like okay, a couple of weeks ago. Swipe the motion. Hmm. Yo, this is this is two weeks. <laughs> I, this, I live here now. I live here now. There's a whole world of AJ that I do not know about, but apparently he um he I guess he I guess he's attracted to women now. Uh young women, okay. children his age. Um I think this is still the same wave. He just thinks girls are pretty. At most he might want to get a kiss one day, but that's yeah. where he's at with it. Okay. And his dad said, I really can't tell you too much because I swore an oath. So if Not it gets risque, oath. he'll let me know. If it gets risque, he'll let me know. But at, at most, he thinks girls are very beautiful. And um, yeah, he would like to get a kiss one day when it's the right time. <sighs> maybe I wonder you, what maybe, that is. Maybe you have this boy thing down and I'll stay over here with my girl. <laughs> Because oh one thing I, I couldn't do, I can't take not knowing what's going on in my child and why they think how they do and what oh they're thinking. God. I live here now for two weeks, Chantal. Like, he really, I'm, I cannot wait. We're going on a family date um, tomorrow. So hopefully I can get them both in the same place and I can be like, you know, so hey, what's new with you? You know, how's puberty going? You know, I don't know how I'm, I'm going to ease it in there, but I can't not oh know. Oh my God. I'm on the outside, yo. Deep. I'm in the inner circle. It's deep. It's deep. It's okay. Sorry to hear, but at least he has a captain that can steer him the right direction. Uh, is his dad gonna give him the game though? Is he really gonna give him the game? Can I feel I like he would. I don't. I don't feel like he wants him to fail in life. I feel like he would. Um, <sighs> do um, you allow friends over of the opposite sex, or is that a no thing? Um, yeah, for him, play, um, play dates, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's not at that age, it's not weird, yeah. Okay, um, do you talk to him about oral or anything like that, or is it not even that deep? Um, other than inappropriate touching, that whole conversation about people putting, like, mouths places, yeah, we had that, we were pretty candid about that, yeah. Woo! Jeez! Like, why would somebody do that? Just, it doesn't matter why, just know that it's not okay. (laughs) I remember my brothers, because I, you know, I grew up in a house of all boys. I remember my brothers mm-hmm. having dirty magazines. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and unless you went to like a convenience store and they had like that section, mm-hmm. that's the only time you would see it. And it if you wanted to see it on TV, you had to have uh, the nasty channels. Yeah, or that little fuzzy channel in between yeah, the nineties. Or you would yeah. um or you would have to have like a VHS. Mm-hmm. All they gotta do now is Google. You know what? That's my fear too as well, because once he gets his computer, what? I have nephews. I'm not even gonna put them out there, but a lot is out there. A lot yeah. is really out there. I, I sometimes I cringe on what they put on Instagram. Yeah, oh my god that's another thing he wants an instagram too that's a no instagram that's a no. twitter is like corn hub after mm-hmm. um, 10 o'clock yeah no he, um he's not allowed to, he's not allowed to go on any type of social media other than youtube and like i said that's scary too because youtube has some craziness on there as well yes and okay. i didn't know they would have that on there even it's it's on youtube Oh yeah, um, there there are killer Teletubbies that the girls like to watch. Killer Teletubbies. Yes. Oh, you girls are gangsters. Okay. They love scary That's movies, and then then they end up in my bed. Ah, 
AJ is a fan of it. He liked it. He, he's oh trying to figure out a way to defeat the clown. So yeah. I only watch that in the daytime with my kids because I feel like if they're around, nothing's gonna get me. <laughs> <laughs> You're just as scared as that. For you real? got my confessions. Yes. <laughs> it's you. Oh, man. Call CPS, yes. <laughs> um, listen, I'm a work in progress. Um, does your son, well, I think you answered that. I guess he's asking his mm-hmm. dad. That was, the question was, does your son willingly ask you questions? Or is he, I guess he's limiting it now. Now, before he would ask me anything about girls kissing everything. But as of now, no, it's all daddy dad yeah it's okay he'll be back he'll be back um do you have any like go-to male friends just in case um let's say emergency or any go-to family members that are male that your son would feel comfortable talking to if his dad is not available um yeah his godfather um his dad and i picked out the best godparents we could ever find nicole and just and G the Godfather is always there. He's right down the block from his dad. He picks him up when he needs to. They're very involved. They have man talk. He calls his Godfather regularly. So that's the people that we chose. If anything would ever happen to us, that's our backup. And they lived up to that for the last ten years. Man talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Do you talk to your son about body shaming? Yes. And he's big on that because, you know, he gets he used to get teased. You know, they're going through that whole puberty. So when he was a little bit more chubbier, his mm-hmm. aunt used to tease him about his belly. And he's like, he's very honest about his image and his appearance. He's very into how he looks and he's very um, aware of himself. That's good. Girl, I think, um, I don't think you have anything to worry about with that one. <laughs> that mouth, though. Oh, mouth. the mouth is yeah. loose mouth is loose he speaks his mind he definitely he, speaks his mind is he struggling with um the last ayitis yes he has to have the last word and he doesn't know that he might have to eat it if he keeps doing it so oh. we're trying to work with that mm-hmm. okay Anya has that issue yeah peace be with you on that yep yeah we're working on it we're working on it so um before we go any tips on mom's raising sons or any anything that you learned that you thought you were doing the right way and you figured out that you were approaching it the best way possible that you want to share um respect lasts longer than fear especially when um you have a relationship with your son because the relationship that you have with your child is going to dictate relationships with other women um how you act how you respond and how you communicate with your son is probably one of the most important relationships he will ever have. Um, any boundaries that he may set with other women, not just rela- like relationship-wise, but other women in his life, period, um, you set the tone for it. Uh, always be honest with your son. Definitely tell the truth. Apologize when you're wrong. And definitely don't place any stereotypes on, don't cry, don't do this. Boys are supposed to do this. Boys are supposed to do that. Let your kid grow. Mm-hmm. That's it. I like, I like. <laughs> Do you want to tell these parents how to reach you? Because I feel like you have a, a calm, uh, I already have this structured way of raising him. And I think uh, 
that's what they need to become better individuals. So how can people find you? If you want to look up currently, you can check me out on Instagram at KimmyNeutron11. Um, definitely DM me, ask me any questions. I'm a self-proclaimed writer, so if you want to collab, have any ideas, or need anything, check me out. Yes. This is Nico with her son that is blocking her out and demoted her, but she still loves him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no longer counsel. (laughs) No longer counsel. He does not need my advice on women, apparently, even though I am a woman, but it's okay. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Like, I taught you everything you know, how to walk, how to wipe your butt. It's cool. It's okay. It's all right. Bye. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.